You guys. Yeah. Do you have any do you have any friends that have ugly babies? Um all all friends with babies? Oh damn. No, I mean like slap on those babies. Like look, I don't find taking no prisoners. Mike. I mean that that first moment that a baby pops out? Yeah. It's well, just like weird. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean like like I'm not trying to like fairy tale marriage like a baby still covered in like womb goo or anything. Yeah, I feel uh, like, like any organism that's just been like violently expelled out of another organism <laughs> is not going to look super great. Yeah, but I mean like I mean like you know, and and babies aren't like the most interesting thing to look at in the world. Maybe sure. we should like let's test this hypothesis. Like let's okay. let's goo let's up, all have babies. Let's goo up Michael Fassbender. Yep, and see how if he comes out smelling like a rose. Is he the one with the giant penis? Uh, Probably. Yeah. He's the one. I mean, he ha- he's no, he has one. He has a penis. <laughs> <laughs> is is he the one that's that that's at least jokingly known for his gigantic penis? Uh, I think so. Okay. I mean, I'd are prob- you thinking of Milton Berle? That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, like, they there's do- bees in both of them. <laughs> yeah, you get. Good. I mean, you mix those up all the time. Yeah. Um. No, but uh, going back to the original point, just like, like, comparatively and objectively, like, I don't want to see. Like, I'm uh, upset seeing this ugly babies, because like, you, the parents have to know, right? Like, ooh, that's not an attractive baby. I don't know. I feel like the strongest psychological force on human beings is like tricking you into taking care of a worthless thing with yeah, hormones. So, so what you're saying is parenthood is a psychosis. Yeah. Well, we might. I mean, maybe. Uh, like maybe we've just all been so inundated with baby hormones. Uh-huh. You know, because there's hormones in our food. Oh shit! And our beauty products and our <laughs> our beauty products. I don't know. <laughs> Come I'm going to take it all the way to the White House. Babies. What's with all this RBHT in my milk? Yeah, is that babies? I don't know. Get babies out of milk. <laughs> Gary Johnson 2016. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So uh, I got a flyer for Minneapolis Continuing Education the other day. All right. And on that flyer, they advertise oh, in photo array form several courses yep. that you could take to continue your education, including... Uh, Intro to chemtrails. What? Thanks, Minneapolis Public Schools. <laughs> Here's so in order to save Minneapolis Public Schools the time and my tax dollars yes. on conducting this course. Here's my intro, uh, advanced level, graduate, and PhD thesis level uh, courses for chemtrails. Okay. Hey, you know how sometimes when something makes hot where it's cold and yeah. then water comes out and condenses and, and hits together yeah. and it makes steam that you see? Yeah. You know, a fucking cloud? <laughs> Done. You've all passed. Now let's all go Do- make hot where there's cold. Oh, shit. Yeah. Boom. You're going to get sued. <laughs> Wait, why are we going to get sued? Well, because you're sexually harassing your students. You can't. Oh, but they're continuing ed students. Yeah, but I mean, they pay. I mean, they pretty much are going there. There's to a professional get... relationship Obligations. there. Obligations. They're pretty much There's going a there. Power to get, dynamics. Like, sure, that out. power is like very low. Yeah, it's yeah the like if if you've never been to a continuing education course, it makes Welcome Back Cotter look like Harvard. Do you think that maybe it's like a like a kind of a catfish thing where like they get people in there who are like oh these people responded to the word chemtrails and they're like the first thing is the teacher walks in 
and the word chemtrail is already written on the chalkboard, and they just cross out chem, write con, and then say, Google it. <laughs> and then just kind of, so long. Thanks for your money. Yeah. I don't think you pay money. What? Oh. How's that I work? I think it's literally, it's the school I'm district. paying money? Yeah, I think, I think you as a homeowner, Ugh. Dan Linden, are paying money. You can get these classes for nothing? I think so. Yeah, you can get classes in... Sound like... You can get classes in conspiracy-laden pseudoscience for nothing? I just have to walk into this building, slap down the deed to my house, and be like, give me all the classes. Yeah, you have to give them your home. (laughs) And then you fund continuing education programs for a decade for everybody else because they don't pay anyone. Literally, the cost of presenting these classes is like, oh, do you have a thing you'd like to teach that you vociferously scream that you're an expert in uh well i guess we'll leave the light on in a classroom (laughs) uh but yeah like the the fucked up part about it is that you can like you can tell that the class bears no resemblance to truth or reality based on the word that they use to describe it right Although I guess if I'm only paying for the like like the light electricity, mm-hmm. like as long as they don't put the air conditioning on, <laughs> but they, fine. But they have hun- they 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 described the hundreds of courses that they offer, mm-hmm. and they highlighted four or five of them on this flyer that I got, uh-huh. and one of them was Intro to Chemtrails. <laughs> First of all, is anybody taking that? Does anybody that goes like, yeah, a Chemtrails class? I need to go have a discussion with some like-minded <laughs> kooks about this. Does anybody need a basic background and survey of the topic before? Before they do that, yeah, you'd think they've probably done a lot of reading already. Yeah, they're yes, reading. I mean, quote unquote, reading. YouTube, YouTube watching. Yeah, sorry, Alex Jones hearing. <laughs> yeah, how do you teach a class on something that like the government won't let you talk about? Mm-hmm. There's absolutely no documentation for this because no one will let us talk about it. But if there were documentation, here's what I think it might say. <laughs> That is, in fact, what that class is, I'm guessing. Oh, right. right. I, you know what? Now I'm pretty sure I'm taking it. <laughs> yeah, of course you are. Yeah. Like, you guys, like, I, I will just wait for every what opening in the discussion. What if it does cost money, um, though? You guys, uh, probably not that much money. <laughs> like, is it less than $300? That's your threshold? Yeah. I mean, $300 if they let me record or film portions of if it. If any of our listeners have a class that they want Steven Montenegro to be interested in for... Uh, $299 or less. Yeah. Uh, email us at howbadcast at gmail.com. Howbadcast at gmail.com. You can just apparently slap anything together, and uh, Steven's just dying to give well, you if, $299 or less. If $299.99. I'm su- if, I'm success- if I'm successfully going there to just like make fun of people that you know gathered for a purpose and. Also, those people, I mean, I'm not going to your Baptist church and being like, you're dumb. Lutheranism is the one true way. <laughs> um, but I mean, like, if you're organized for something stupider than religion, uh-huh. uh, which this chemtrails thing very much qualifies as, I mean, honestly, there's a lot of, like, legitimate discussions based in real science sure. that I would consider stupider than religion. Like, like this, uh... the science of how to use fish scales to make better lipstick. Stupider than religion. <laughs> Is that a class that they're offering? I don't know, but I mean, like, you know. How are we going to get more uh, convincing mermaid makeup? If Let's we don't... take a moment. Yes? Sorry. Just no, before... I got I got enough of that thought right. out to make the sufficient 
I just want to take a moment to appreciate the statement of the idea of anyone spouting with any sort of energy, Lutheranism is the wrong true way, because that has never happened, including Martin Luther. <laughs> I don't know. He had to swing a hammer. Yeah, but he was never like, guys, name this after me. That's a good point. But he Somebody did, was, though. But he did swing a hammer. And somebody in that was way, yelling, name this after me, or someone no, was yelling, like, name some, this after him. Somebody, somebody put forth some effort there. I guess. Like, even if it wasn't him. There's a bunch of other people that were like, "Hey, let's do this." Yeah. Weren't there violent re- like recriminations and classes and clashes yeah. in northern all across northern Europe? Probably, um, like church burnings and junk Listen, like that. Listen, man, word. There was also like one city that got taken over by crazy people. They were further Protestant than Lutheran, but like further Protestant. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he he went like one step, but then like. Some like Germans yeah, uh, took over a city to like yeah. become like uh, free love uh, medieval Christians. That's what that, I think. That's so what I was thinking. Of. And then there was a siege. So you're saying yeah. that against hippies? <laughs> you're saying that at one point in history, one yeah, a somewhat gregarious man publicly stated some ideas about how to change things, mm-hmm. and then some Germans went nuts and started taking over cities. I know, it's weird, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I call bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it would never happen. This cold open is going so long. This is still the opening? Yeah. Oh, my I mean, God. The problem is we started doing, like, a normal sound check. Yep. And then we, like... Which, behind the curtain, secrets to our listeners, that usually just becomes the opening yeah. of the show. Whoa! But then, but then we dropped it out. People and are not going to think we're trying hard on now this. Now it feels Dan. it feels like we're in the real show. Yeah, it does. yeah. You probably just inter- inserted a theme song somewhere back there in the middle of a sentence at some point. Well, that'd be weird. <laughs> that, yeah, that that would be weird. Like it'd be weird if I started talking. Fuck your fuck your fuck your fuck your theme song. Steve Montenegro. Go Dan, 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 Dan. A good theme song. A good theme song. Yeah, good theme song. Great theme song. Talking, and then somewhere in this sentence, you just (laughs) inserted the theme song. Welcome to the show. Be bad. This that's. Uh, so stupid. You just set yourself up for some effort, friend. I know. Yeah. Effort. You know, you know what we need? Huh. We need like a two-second audio bump at the beginning, like that we just tack onto the front of ev- uh, the front of every episode so people are like, oh, I should start listening now. I should open my ear holes. Oh, like a... Uh, like a yeah, like... Boom. The podcast is now starting. <laughs> The podcast. Oh, you know what it should be? Men. <laughs> Men? Yeah. Oh. Like, uh, what's Charlie Sheen? Like the- Two like, and a half men. Yeah. Oh. I said one of the words in the title, and then it took me a minute to pull it. He is always as your host, Mike Linden. Uh, oh, cool. I am your co-host, Stephen Montenegro, and with us, with increasingly infrequent- Come on. Co-host Dan. <laughs> it's not, I don't know if it's increasing. I feel like it's a steady... Yeah, a steady infrequency. Yeah. <laughs> Is infrequency even a word? Uh, I've never heard it said that way, but... It's fun to say, though. 
And yeah, you I haven't I, even said it yet. How do you know? I said it in my mind. I think I think you're it's now not the same thing. You you're just now know that of, it's fun to think. Okay, fine. In you're now sort of. Oh, how'd your hypothesis work out for you? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you're now sort of with us with an increasing frequency, because like you sort of sort of have a better attendance record. Just than, add that Y at the end. It's driving no, me crazy. No. <laughs> I don't think that's. I don't think the why is correct in this instance. <laughs> I feel like I've taken my state mandated episode off every year. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that you had a you had a spottier track record like last summer. Was it last summer that you? I don't know. Like I think it was. I think it was about a year ago that you just literally stood up in the middle of an episode and walked away. Well, yeah. <laughs> you didn't even announce you were leaving. I kind of did. I feel like I waved, gave a little. How does that work? We're all facing a wall or inward or each other. Like we're the- in the computer. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean I what I meant to say is I sent a wave command and I guess it just didn't get execute. Yeah. Wave file. Yeah. And that wave file says Dan's no longer here. He didn't tell you so we di- I I lost steam on this one, you guys. <laughs> Someone uh, great pull on wave file though. Thanks, yeah. nerd. Hmm. Wait, what? What? Why is knowing what a wave file is? Because I was meant. I was meant. <laughs> I was meant. Man, man. <laughs> guys. <laughs> Sorry. Two and a half men tribute episode. No. <laughs> oh my god. I'm John Cryer. <laughs> I have no idea. What Should John have become like three like. and a half men, just to include like all the men that were involved in that show. Yeah, because they replaced uh, Charlie Sheen at some point. Yeah, they replaced Sheeny with Coochie. Ugh, what? You don't have to say that <laughs> sentence ever. Yeah, you don't. You chose to, <laughs> and that is a choice that we all lament on your behalf. Yeah, I don't know. I feel, I feel like that should have been used in like the promo materials. There might be a reason why you're not head of promotions for a Less television. Less shiny, more coochie. Just less moon vest <laughs> screaming into the camera. We're replacing shiny with coochie. I don't know. I can't remember who it is that replaced him. And your half coochie. a word. It's coochie. Just... I'm pretty sure Ashley Kutcher was the Ashley replacement Kutcher, guy. That's it. Now, why yeah. did you have to say the name? What? I want to see how no, no, no. long we could no, here's string the, here's Stephen the thing. along. We're just saying Coochie. Here's the thing. I knew which dude it was. Oh. oh. I couldn't remember his name. Coochie. You couldn't get it from Coochie? And, and you were not helping because all I could think of was Charo. <laughs> oh. Sure. I'm saying Coochie. I'm not saying Coochie. Oh, sorry. Coochie. Yeah. Coochie. How do you... Uh, but is that is that accurate? How do you pronounce his last name? Coocher. 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 Normally. Coocher. 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 Get over here. What? It's Whoa. me. Whoa, buddy. Coocher. No need to make the. Uh, no need to break the compressors and make the mic. Hey, <laughs> Sarge. Why don't we just hang ten to a rack? <laughs> I don't Ashton know Coocher what in surfs up, soldier. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how or why that <laughs> Taking the uh, Pauly Shore career path. Why not? I mean, once you've replaced Charlie Sheen in a sitcom because the network won't let it die, yeah. really, what else is there for well, you? Well, he's got all that chip money. Chip? chip money? I don't know. I feel like he had some chip for a while. <laughs> what? Like a, Not like an Ashton Kutcher chip, but he was just like... Like he ate chips. He was like the 50 cent of some chips. 
like smart chips. I don't like know. Like, like chips with like, which like is vitamins. The, which, which is the f- vitamin water or smart water? Ooh, vitamin water. Great question. Okay. Yeah, because they got a thing called Formula Fitty. Um, it tastes like pink. Great. Like the pink, singer pink, pink? pink? No, like like gross, lightly like. pink what? That, water with with rice. We in were it. in a music world. I know. Yeah, no, no. It was a it was or like a the Aerosmith song pink. Oh. Yeah, it tasted like the Aerosmith <laughs> Smith song pink. Oh, that would be rough. That would be rough going down. Yeah. But smooth coming back up. Mm. Thanks, Steven Tyler. Pink is my favorite. <laughs> I don't even think those are the lyrics. It doesn't matter. It's just pink something, blah, 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 for two and a half minutes. Do you think Steven Tyler smells like a grandmother at this point? Yes. Uh, that's a great question. I think that he's, I think he's probably got some, like, I imagine that he can't entirely get rid of the pee smell that was on him for so long. I feel he probably smells like a grandmother who's been in her cups for a while. Yeah, I presume he smelled like pee for twenty years. Okay, what in the <laughs> like seventies and eighties? He just very insistent. He just reeked of urine. Okay. Why is that? And then what about? Look at that dude. He's got cats hiding somewhere inside of him. <laughs> inside of him. <laughs> like I meant his clothing, but you yeah. know, like they could be. Okay. Orifice I cats. feel like if you're talking about cat pee, you need to specify cat pee. That is a very different. Uh, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, but, that's I, true. But, but that, I also presumed that he uh, wet himself with a pretty high frequency in like the seventies, and he just wiped it down with cats. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, he peed all over himself. <laughs> he said, "Joe, I've done it again." What does Joe smell like? Uh, Joe, I assume Irish Spring. Oh, okay. Um, Joe, I've done it again. <laughs> And then uh, Joe Perry hands him a cat that smelled like Irish Spring wait, going in. Where, where does Joe Perry keep the cats? Yeah, it is Joe. What? In a kennel. Oh. Like a cat carrier? Yeah. Joe Perry just has a bunch of cats all, at all times. Yeah, he's very efficient. He has like a Desperado guitar case yeah. full of cats. Yeah. yeah, but like there's like a kennel underneath it. Like it's bigger on the inside. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I'm trying to make this... The, you guys are... Just desperately trying to poke holes in the story, and it's not helpful. Bring your guitars. <laughs> God damn it, man! What I I now want uh, to be able to do is an amazing Antonio Banderas <laughs> impression, as I can do. No, I now want a shot-for-shot remake of that movie, yep. except for every time that like guitar <laughs> players show up, Joe Perry's also just there playing a guitar solo while they shoot things. Yeah. Oh, so this doesn't involve the case full of cats. No, but also there'd be cats. Yeah. Plenty of cats. Okay. God, this is going to be a much more in-depth... Uh, like, we don't. We probably don't really need to reshoot... Lucas-style special edition. Yeah, we probably don't need to reshoot anything. Sure. We just sure. need to... Just insert Joe Perry, Joe Perry. and cats. Yeah. Like, so if you're Joe Perry and you're listening and would like to play a guitar solo in front of a green screen for like an hour so that we can stick it into Desperado, yeah. let us know. But If you want to simplify it. But will his guitar solo have a... Uh, Awkwardly artificial Hispanic accent, uh, <laughs> just to keep tradition alive. Well, I don't, I don't know understand how, what you're talking about. Now. Like, yeah, how does it get? <laughs> like, you think that they would like? You, you think that he would use like traditional flamenco mo- modes of the scales he was playing? Is that what we're doing here? Or? Sure. <laughs> Is that how a guitar solo has a Spanish accent? I'm just referencing the fact that like half the villains in those movies. Are in no way authentically. <laughs> oh, 
uh, of that background. Authentically of that background. <laughs> Willem Dafoe is in one of those movies, for Christ's sake. Yeah, but like that was when they got money and they could afford people who weren't actually as <laughs> And I don't think that I don't think that the plot. I don't think diegetically he was Mexican, was he? Wasn't he like? Wasn't he like a DEA agent gone rogue or something? No, no. Yeah. Willem Dafoe was like, Willem Dafoe was like he was doing. Oh, that's right. No, yeah, like, that's right. He was doing drug lord face. Yeah, yeah. he was totally doing drug lord I face. Just, yep, that that's exactly how I remembered it too. It's like, oh yeah, that's right. That face and the there was like a mustache involved. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that wasn't good of them. And actually, I think the. I think the like bad guy in like the original El Mariachi was also just doing like uh like just reading his lines without actually understanding them. Yeah, yeah, I I'm pretty sure he was pronouncing everything phonetically. Yeah. Yeah. Really wish I could have pulled phonetically there. I was phonetically. <laughs> yeah. But in Desperado itself, I don't remember anyone who was like a real issue. Well, I haven't seen it in quite some time. He pulled up, pulled pulled oh, yeah. Danny Trejo out to throw knives around. He didn't actually say anything, but he, if he did, sure. it would have it would have been authentic. Uh, yeah, it would have been super badass and authentic. authentic. But it was even more authentic oh, for him you to mean, just grimace the oh, entire way through the movie. Oh, even though when he you're talked, saying authentic, uh, what what you what you mean to say is muy autentico. Oh, certainly. Oh boy, muy autentical. Muy tentacle. Yeah. Okay. Danny Trejo, when he does talk, it still kind of sounds like he's just grimacing. Like, his voice <laughs> yeah. is like an audio yes. grimace. Yeah. That's what makes him so magical. Yeah, he really does. I wish he and I were friends. Also, he has resting murder face. He really does. Oh, man. <laughs> and that's why I wish he and I were friends. <laughs> yeah. Do you, can you imagine how much life changes for you when you never have to wait in a line ever again? Because Danny Trejo is there. Not because people are like, oh, cut in front of me, Danny Trejo. Although I'm are sure like, that happens all the time, too. Because people are like, do whatever you want, guy that looks like that. <laughs> Especially um, if he always wears the, uh, like, just the vest without <laughs> without a shirt underneath. I can't imagine I would allow him to wear a shirt if we were friends. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if he shows I mean, like, up Danny, really? Your- <laughs> you're going out in that? <laughs> what? It's... What I like it. It's comfortable. It's a shirt, Danny. And this is the downfall of Danny Trejo. You constantly <laughs> undermining his fashion choices, and he eventually loses all confidence. Yep, he's wearing a crisp, <laughs> he's wearing a crisp bespoke suit. You're just like, really, Danny? You're going out in that? The pants are fine. Even the jacket I could get down with. Yep. Lose the shirt. And then he just grumbles and tears <laughs> it out without even taking the jacket off. Oh, oh absolutely. <laughs> and then and then laments to himself that that was a $380 shirt. <laughs> but, you know, worth it. Loses all confidence and all oh. money. Can barely he... even wield knives, much less throw them anymore. <laughs> oh, I'm bummed out. Yeah. Thanks, Steven. Yeah. I still kind of wish we were friends, he and I. <laughs> sure. Why wouldn't you? I mean, he might not be that interesting, but... I don't know. He seems like he's... I don't like, want to seem like, I just, like I'm just using him to get me stuff. He seems like he's, he'd have some stories to tell. I, and the other question is, what do I offer Danny Trejo? Nothing. I mean, what do like, you I offer anybody? I don't want this to be like a one-way... I don't want this to be like a one-way relationship thing, right? Sure. Like, I, I, I want him to at least know... That I will always say yes if he asks me to check his mail while he's out of town. Sure. 
You keep me grounded, Stephen. Yeah, that's yeah. right. What was that, Steven Seagal? That, yeah, was that was just, just saying that. You know. Yeah, you should have called me essay at some point in time. There, <laughs> that's offensive. It seems like if you actively try not to do a Hispanic accent while doing Danny Trejo, you, you just, just end up like Steven Seagal. Seagal. Yeah, and pretty much, I think that Danny Trejo's popularity—no offense to Danny Trejo—is yeah. a little bit offensive just in general. Sure. Like there is, there is an element of racism baked into Danny Trejo's popularity. Yeah, that's kind of true. Um. It's unfortunate. Uh, See, here you go again. You're just undermining his confidence yeah. left and right. No, that's Danny what I'm saying. Like, going to have this horrible psychological complex now. I'm, and he's going to look at his I bank account suggesting. and be like, eh. Yeah, I got <laughs> And that one was De Niro. You can't do a Trejo at all. I wasn't trying to. <laughs> I feel like Steven Seagal, though, he, when he speaks, his, uh, he sounds more like an, like an audio like resigned sigh. At this point, at least. Yeah, um, is he still is he still a reality TV star for being a like a sheriff or whatever a lawman? Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. He um he got sued in I think didn't he run over someone's dog with a he, tank or something? He killed he killed a dog and un and an unknowable amount of yard chickens. What? <laughs> yeah, Why? like with like a tank or something. Yeah. Who gave him a tank? <laughs> uh, I believe um, the sheriff of Phoenix. I lo- I would love to have been a fly on the wall in like that municipal meeting, like the next day. Like, who the fuck gave Seagal a tank? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Because Do you think like- Steven Seagal like is just baffled that like his insane. Uh, his insane, like, inside job to undermine the mil- the increasing militancy of the police department isn't working. And, like... Oh, is that what this is? Yeah. Oh. You like, know that militancy, not, not a, a word, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, infrequence. Infrequence is a word. <laughs> because it's, you declared it to be. It's used with infrequence, but it's a word. Uh, yes, I, I agree with you that it's a anti it's a, a double anti reverse false flag operation <laughs> i agree that that is the only logical explanation for what's happening because it couldn't it certainly couldn't just be for money why doesn't he just break all the tanks with his aikido well because That's true. because the tanks would have to be coming at him oh, so right. he could use their That's momentum right. yes. against them <laughs> or he'd have to be in between bosses on street fighter right he just punched a car until it was dust at one point in time in Street Fighter. Bonus points. Yeah, but like... But a car's not a tank. But like, Street Fighter is, is Van Damme's baby. Seagal can't go near that. Well, Street Fighter, the movie, the game is Van Damme's <laughs> Right, baby. right. Did you, could you mess up a car in that one? In the I movie, the game? So. No, it's I don't think so. No, it remember. was too expensive to digitize cars. Oh, sure. Yeah. In increasing uh, damaged states. Right. That's true. Yeah, you'd have to take a lot of photos of a car. Yeah. <laughs> Too many. You'd wasting all that Do you mo- know how many ping pong balls it takes to cover a car? A lot, I'd imagine. Yeah. 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 Too much. 18. They come in 12 packs. Oh. <laughs> so you actually have to buy 24. Yeah, and then you just, you just got, got a wasted six terrible. ping pong balls. Oh, terrible. It's inefficient, yeah, it's is just, all we're saying. No, don't It do just it. doesn't work out. Don't digitize cars. Um... I saw the uh, I saw the Van Dam Amazon pilot. Uh, oh yeah, I what is it? Is it like <laughs> the premise is this? 
I don't think I'm spoiling anything, and it's a pilot, so you know you can't really spoil it. But the premise is this: Jean Claude Van Damme, the movie star, is retired from movie starring. Okay. It, so it is like JCVD, the ish, the TV show. Yes. It also turns out that Jean Claude Van Damme, the movie star, mm-hmm. was uh, Jean Claude Van Damme, the black ops mercenary, and used movie starring as a cover for it. Oh. He's yeah. also retired from that. But for the love of a good woman, decides to come out of retirement from both, and is inequipped <laughs> is inequipped to uh, continue to black ops orate. Uh-huh. Black ops orate. <laughs> yep, definitely worth. Um, uh, and he's ill-equipped for both that and stunt work in movies. So he's got to get back on his game while taking down drug cartels and serial murderers or Okay, so th- this is definitely a spoiler, but is there a scene where he attempts to do the splits and can't make it? There is, in fact. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> How could it not? With that, uh, with that as the premise? It's not really a spoiler because it's the opening of the show. <laughs> um, Very good. But I bring it up not to spoil it for... Uh, a- that's a, that's a, that's my my guess at the sound that he makes. But <laughs> the whole thing is very self-aware. Like uh-huh. he vo's the whole thing, explaining exactly why Jean Claude Van Damme, both the secret agent and Wait, the movie does star, does he retire because he pulls something trying to do the splits? I don't. They don't really get and into the backstory. In, then they go into a bunch, like a montage of like getting the splits back. Starting it's, with like him, like with a double cast that just keeps him like with his legs open. It seems like the arc of the show is going to be two things: revealing the backstory of how we got here, and uh, I feel like I need to get on this project. We need and to relearning this to whole do thing. in relearning to do the splits. No, basically, you're describing what they did. Really? And all I'm saying is, I don't know how Jean Claude Van Damme, who I, like I can only assume is a crazy super genius. I don't know how Jean Claude Van Damme is the one person that's figured out the exact right tone for for fictionalizing, making fun of your real self in a modern like in a modern entertainment context. Yeah. But he has, and it's amazing. <laughs> well, great, great, yeah. yeah uh, gotta watch watch that watch that shit. Yeah, I kind of assumed that everybody else had seen it when I started talking about it. No, no. I should have said, "Hey, have you guys seen the Jean Claude Van Damme pilot?" For I Amazon? mean, if you if you had said to me that it was important to you that like we make it seem like I had watched it, I could have said all those things as though I knew that they were in the show. Yeah, and then you would have been you would have been weirdly prescient, and no one would have known it. Yeah, so now I guess I guess I like it better when everyone. Yeah, knows now you're that weirdly now you're weirdly prescient, and people know it. Either that, or the show's not as clever as I thought it was. <laughs> Hmm. That's I, possible. I think still you're smarter than me, though, in this instance. <laughs> Bison. <laughs> off the air. <laughs> car punch, car punch, car punch. <laughs> oh, wait, no, they didn't do that part. Bison. I'm the repo man. <laughs> and you know, what does he say? Oh, my God. There's so and many car good- punch, car <laughs> punch, car <laughs> so punch. So many good lines in that movie, you guys. I haven't seen it. Do they it. all start with bison? A lot of them I don't, do. I haven't seen it in so long. Oh. All I really remember is that it is dedicated to the memory of Raul Julia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. I'm almost certain we've talked about this on this show yeah, before. For sure. I'm sure we have. Uh, but it bears repeating. Yeah, have enough people in uh, your alternative podcast seen it so that you could do that movie? It's a great question, actually. It's a, as I recall, it's a fantastic movie. I mean, that's one word. I would not be shocked if you were the only one who had ever seen it. Yeah. 
Um, I would also not be shocked. Mm. Yeah, can in the podcast instead of talking about the movie, can you talk about the video game based on the movie? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. It's a movie based on a video game that they then made a video game out of based on the movie. Yeah. And that is uh it seems like it's going to work out great. Mm-hmm. Like you hear that idea and you go, "Green light, let's do this." <laughs> it's almost like they made the movie just so that they would have an excuse to get like video capture graphics that were so popular in Mortal Kombat. They were like, we need to convert this into Mortal Kombat-style graphics, mm-hmm. but like, no one will believe it if we just do it. Mm-hmm. We need a movie first. What I don't understand is why Mortal Kombat yeah. didn't make the movie, the Mortal game. Kombat the game, the movie, the game <laughs> as well. Mm. Featuring rapper the game. Uh, why? Shouldn't it be like Mortal Kombat, the movie, the game... The move because like Mortal Kombat is already a game, so you yes. start with so you don't have to mention the first game. I guess yeah, you don't have to like the property was originally known for being a game. So you go Mortal Kombat the movie, mm-hmm. and then make Mortal Kombat the movie the game. Yeah, yeah like Street Fighter did. Yeah. yeah, and then you make Mortal Kombat the movie the game the movie. What do you do? How? What do you do there? Uh, it's a. I it, guess it's just a documentary about the making of oh, the movie. Okay, game. but Christopher Lambert's still in it. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, because you got a mocap. You got a mocap Christopher Lambert. Like why wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Like honestly, has if, he been mocapped? Honestly, if I had, uh, if I won the lottery mm-hmm. and didn't have to work anymore, mm-hmm. uh, my occupation would become mocapping Christopher Lambert. <laughs> this is exactly why uh, lottery winners' lives don't significantly change. They just they lose. never mocap Christopher Lambert. That's their problem. Oh, I was thinking the opposite, but okay. <laughs> oh, because they always mocap Christopher Lambert. <laughs> they always yeah spend their money on mocapping Christopher. Lambert. Every lottery oh, winner. You, so in you're America. saying that my lottery <laughs> dreams are a hack? Yeah, because yeah. it's been done. Every lottery winner in America has a reel of in their house. <laughs> they never release it publicly. A reel in their home, a private reel of Christopher Lambert. So really, who's the real lottery winner then? Christopher Lambert. Absolutely. Yeah, because several times over. Several times. Like he just, as soon as he sees that in the news, someone will know he's just like cha-ching. <laughs> Ooh, another lottery winner. Time to get mocap. Well, this is tears shirt open, <laughs> begins waxing chest. I don't know why. I don't know why that part. <laughs> well, because it would be so much more difficult to digitize every individual chest hair. Yeah. Yeah, you want it all off so that you can make them all digital. <laughs> so you, like, you, you get it now. Oh, so you can you insert your own yeah. pattern. You can custom, in the character customization screen, you can decide how much chest hair. <laughs> right. Yeah. And what color. Yeah. Oh. Turn him into Beast. Or Blanca. All right, that'd be confusing. Street Fighter Beast. That'd be very confusing. (laughs) Yeah. Although, the electricity works. Yep. Makes sense. Why wasn't there ever a crossover event? Ah. Uh, I suspect because the properties are owned by different companies. Yeah. So, set your differences aside. Yeah. Because America demands Street Fighter versus Mortal Kombat. America should demand that, actually. (laughs) Like... I'm going to need America to demand that. I want to know what convoluted story they would write up to explain why some sort of weird demon king and some sort of vaguely defined global super terrorist would somehow deal with each other. Uh, oh, whoa. Whoa. Are you, are, you, are you saying that M. Bison's global terrorism is vaguely defined? Isn't it? No, it's incredibly well done. Do you even manga? What is it like? What's it called again? Like Shabadoo or something? Yes. Like Shabadoo. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that would be the stupidest name I'd ever heard for a global terrorist organization. It's called Shadow Law. All right. 
Oh yeah, I forgot there were like a million uh, every formats of Street Fighter Two. Oh yeah, media. I have so much Street Fighter Two media in my world. Shabbat. Um, mostly because it's, it's mostly because it's always on clearance for a dollar. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is a property that I know and am therefore comfortable with. <laughs> uh, fuck it. They just made, like, another Street Fighter movie, like a Ryu movie, like, not too long ago. Oh. And it cost them $40 to make this movie, <laughs> this live-action movie. Great. I tried watching it. Uh, How'd it go? I don't remember if I was drunk or not, but I certainly slept. Do the, do the characters move at all, or do they just, like... Do they just have a single cell of each character that they just like? Oh shuffle no, no, no. Around? This, is, this is live action. Oh, yeah. Just fan made. It might be. <laughs> it it might be. I cannot remember what it's called, but they don't explicitly Street Fighter it either. So it might be like a script so bad they couldn't get the rights attached to it or something. They don't mm. say Street Fighter. I think they do. Maybe they don't, but they're Ryu and Ken. I can't remember. Sure. I was definitely drunk. Fighting in the street. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the fighting in the street, man. <laughs> Two. Alpha. <laughs> Quick, we have to go there to stop Shabadoo Tower from creating a super fighter or whatever. Yeah, because Interpol. Whatever he's always doing. I don't know what he's always doing. I, I actually... And Bison? <laughs> yeah. He's trying to make money by terroring. No. He's like he's like an old school. I make money off of this terrorist. Oh. So, oh. so it's all he's, diehard. Yeah, he's 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 not really a terrorist in that respect. He's more of just like a. He's just trying to fool the FBI. Yeah, he's like more <laughs> of just like a very belligerent criminal. I see. Um, you know, he, holding the world hostage for a bunch of money, like all bad guys used to do. Yeah, yeah. Back before, back when, back when movie making was carefree. Right. Right. We didn't have real problems. Yeah. So we were afraid of Germans and turtlenecks that wanted money for a building. Yeah. <laughs> like, they just wanted to sell a building that wasn't theirs, basically. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Life was simpler in the early 90s. What do you do with money after you're internationally known as the person <laughs> who is a going to destroy the that, world? That, like, stole all the world's money? Yeah. Like, give me all the money. <laughs> Here's my face. I'm going to destroy all of you unless you give me... Money. Well, the Street Fighter movie showed that you just create your own money. Bison, <laughs> right. bison bucks. Uh-huh. Yeah. To, to destroy the world. Or whatever. Well, I mean, in that case, he was creating his own nation. Oh, that's true. He really needed to create a, like, larger... I mean, you need... You need... Yeah, I mean, I believe in the initial concept of the game, he is the dictator of a small nation somewhere. Right. Right? Um... But, like, in most of the rest of the properties, he's the head of the global crime syndicate Shadow Law. Yeah, isn't he, like, isn't he, doesn't he, like, rule, like, fake Thailand or something? No, because real Thailand exists because Sagat is from there, uh, not the rapper. Right. Yeah, he must have, like, they must have made up a country, right? Probably. Yeah, they did. And it was, it's, <laughs> it's, Latin, it's, it's Latin American. Oh. oh. It, I think it, it might be called, like, Amazon. Bisonador. Oh. Sure. Yeah. Yes, Bisonador. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, uh, but, yeah, because he, he's General Bison. Okay. So, you know, he had to he had to coo somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
General's got a coup. General's got a coup. Wow. This is a... This, this could be a smash top 40 hit. Yep. <laughs> but, you know. Long as it's got that millennial whoop. What? I don't know what... What are you talking about? I don't know. Explain yourself. I just saw some dumb thing. Expand upon your statement. I Do some, it now. I saw some dumb thing on the internet yesterday that was just like, all pop music has this... Or not all pop music, but like a lot of pop music in the last few years has this very... Uh, Common, it's a much more interesting like, uh, clickbait if it says all. Right. Uh, like thing where it's Some like, things have a different thing. <laughs> it goes from like a fifth to a third and back or something. So it's like all pop music now is just like, uh, 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 or whatever. And it's all, and like some music journalists for some reason decided to call it the millennial whoop. So it's like one, five, three instead of, you know, your bluesy one, four, five. Oh. You should know these things, Dan. You were a cellist. Yeah, when did I play the blues? <laughs> Cello. <laughs> I mean, you could That's use what that you think for, of when you think of the You could the use cello. that for bluesing. I guess. Anyway, some dumb journalist called it millennial whoop, even though there's no whooping involved. It's confusing. But now it, has to, now it just has to be that because someone from outside of the ah. thing defined it. Yeah. What? Um, I, I, I knocked over my travel mug. That contained coffee, but now doesn't. I was in a, I was in a borrowed car for a while recently. I may have talked about this on the show already. Maybe not. I was in the borrowed car for a while recently, and I couldn't figure out how to work the their bootleg satellite radio thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was just stuck on like top forty hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, and first of all, top forty hip hop is terrifying. Like, like if you spend enough time listening to it, you will just start unconsciously punching any woman nearby you. Great. Like you, like. One third of the songs sh- should and may actually be illegal incitements to violence. <laughs> um, but I heard a uh, song from Young Jeezy mm-hmm. where in two different verses and with two different sort of senses of conviction, uh, he either questioned or flat out n- denied the existence of margaritas. What? Huh. Yeah, for some reason, like. Part of Young Jeezy's worldview is that margaritas are a conspiracy. <laughs> of what? I don't know. He just like thinks like they don't exist. Yeah, more like chemritas. Am I right? Yeah. Wow. For, full circle. Yeah. Chemritas. Now let's sit quietly for nineteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but like I, for some reason, young. I like how like we just blew past the violence against women inherent in all pop music and like are now outraged and screaming about the margaritas thing. Well, I just um, feel like that's a much more unique quality to this one particular song. Also, also, you know, fun. Let's 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 focus on the like the fun, fun weird yeah, the thing. fun thing that they did wrong. Yeah. Well, um, I feel like I mean the you oh, so you're you're saying for sure it's wrong to deny margaritas. For sure, it's the right wrong. to exist. Yes, yeah. correct. Yeah, because we're not just. We, this isn't just about violence against margaritas. Uh, this is about denying their very existence. Yeah. And that's like genocide's worse than punching, right? <laughs> I mean, I guess on like when you're just scaling, yeah, like, when you're scaling, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, worse. It's, yeah, because it's scaling. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Like cuz if you like if you commit like one vehicular homicide, right. you go to jail for like 5 years. Right. If you commit 21 million vehicular homicides, yeah. you go to jail for like 7 years. Yeah, like if you're like the head of Shabadoo and you just build a giant car uh-huh. to drive across 
Thailand to, to or bump whatever. the earth into the sun. <laughs> oh. Wow. Is there a word for trying to destroy the entire species? Uh, like other than extincting? I mean, extincting. if you're bumping the earth into the sun, you're like destroying all life that we actually are aware of. Yeah, so like it would be like planicide or something like that, right? Sure. Planeticide? I don't know. I, the Biocide. <laughs> oh, yeah, that that might be it. What? We Biocide. May, we may Biocide. Have, Bye. Bye. Bio-side. Yeah. We may have coined a uh, term that will prove to be very prescient, and there will be a long-lasting... Uh, you think someone is building a giant car right now? Well, I think that eventually, I think that eventually, like, you know... The aliens will come and try and destroy us. Yeah. Because, I mean, honestly, if you see us, you're going to try and destroy us. Uh, I, I mean, yeah. Right. Out of jealousy. Yeah. Which is why we need to find and murder them first. <laughs> the aliens? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's build a giant car. Yes. They're Because they're jealous of our freedom. Yeah. So we'll bump their planets... Into their into their red sun. dwarf sun. Yeah. Oh wait, no. Wait till you see our our uh, super powerful fender bender. Oh. Okay. And Joe Perry just plays a guitar <laughs> solo the entire time. <laughs> yes. Now we can sit quietly. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I think if there, I think if there is intelligent life somewhere else in the universe, yeah. we need to find it and destroy it before it comes for us. Oh my god. I'm glad that we've uh, that when we started talking into microphones, we yeah. moved into an era where we're not broadcasting and just sending it willy nilly into space. Oh yeah, because that might this might have my words may have repercussions. Yeah, yeah. if anybody heard them, right, <laughs> right, outside of our galaxy, right, we could or even like within our, our galaxy that's not us. Uh, yeah. If some babies choose Ooh. to misinterpret what I'm saying. Ooh, guys, there might be evidence of a big car bumping stuff <laughs> out of the way. Because there is, like, a weird ring in the center of our galaxy where, like, in deep in the center, there's evidence that there's still, like, young stars happening. Uh-huh. But then there's this, like, weird strip around the center that, like, there's no evidence of any new stars and then oh. there's just a bunch of stars, like where we live. So oh. maybe there's like a really big car near the middle of the galaxy. Just oh, plowing around a circle. Just whipping shitties, just in the, whipping shitties <laughs> around the center of the galaxy. galaxy. Isn't that where they think that the, uh, whatchamacallit, giant radiations are coming from? Oh, I don't know. You know. <laughs> what you know, this The giant common, radiation. The common scientific <laughs> concept of giant gamma radiation. Is that what it's called? Like... Like there's oh some, those like giant plumes of whatever yeah, yeah yeah they like I think that's where they think that that is coming from sure I don't um, know them gamma rays does Biocide sound more like a Marvel comics villain or a GI Joe character GI Joe GI Joe, Joe character for, for sure. sure yeah uh his his Biocide. Name, yeah there it is <laughs> yeah. why have you betrayed me I think is the yeah. second half yeah. of that yes. sentence absolutely because if he's a villain he's betrayed the Cobra Commander and Cobra loses to his own people every time <laughs> next day still in charge <laughs> come yeah. on you guys i guess between every episode there's just like a violent recoup of yeah <laughs> the command center a counter coup yeah um but yeah like like one of these days someone's just gonna shoot him in the head and right. all of the other villains are gonna be like whoa <laughs> whoa that's why he moved to the helmet instead of the hood right. yeah 
he was a dick, Ping. but he was a dick, but you've gone too far, Zartan. <laughs> well, I mean, come on, they're just shooting like weird laser things anyway. How great would it be if every episode of G.I. Joe started though with in G.I. Joe headquarters, something like intelligence reports state that Cobra Commander has taken control again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they just and they would only like animate and record the audio once. Yeah. <laughs> um I mean if if someone did shoot him in the head, can't they just make him a new metal head like that other guy, Destro? Destro? No, that's a punishment that Cobra Commander did to him. Wait, Destro's whole head is metal? No, it's metal clamped onto his uh, onto his face. Okay. He's a uh Ill- Scottish born illicit weapons dealer. That huh. had the gall to... Is this from your mangas? ...cross Cobra Commander <laughs> at some point in time. Like everyone? Shouldn't everyone have a metal face? <laughs> yeah, but I think it was early on when Cobra Commander still had some sort of control or power. Um, uh, but, uh, but yeah, so he just clamped that metal thing on his head, and now they're buddies. So, like... Is, did, it, did it guarantee his loyalty because he still has like the keys to his metal face? I think that Ooh. might be the. I think that might be the case. There yeah. You go. So like, in the first every, season, every time he gets up to the epity, he just jingles keys in front of him. Yeah, in the first season like, of the like to swallow it. Give me, give me. of the cartoon, ah. like the theme song was actually different and uh, like referred to Cobra and Destro. Oh, then what happened? Then uh, it, then they just decided that Destro was part of Cobra. Oh. An international uh, terrorist organization known as Cobra. Does I Cobra stand for something? Uh, international terrorist organization known as Cobra. <laughs> okay, great. Um, no, there is a there is an animated GI Joe movie from a few years back called like GI Joe. It's not Annihilation. That I think was the second live action movie, Retribution maybe or something like that, where they actually finally like fucked and died. Wait, Cobra Wait, and Destro fucked? No, G.I. Joes in general, oh. like the characters. Got it on, and they died. Great. Oh, so it's classic horror movie rules. Well, no, it wasn't <laughs> like you died because you got it on. Didn't they uh, die? Uh, but, you know. It, Joes, you must, <laughs> you must maintain your virginity so that we can. I mean. We are an organization of elite <laughs> celibates. This is like sort of an onward Christian soldiers allegory here already anyways. Um. Also, like, like, how is this an army? Like, <laughs> what is the what is the logic behind everybody do something different all at once? <laughs> all modern armies fail because people aren't all doing something different all at once. You do some flips and a and a bicycle kick. You throw a knife at something, and you have a dog on a chain. I'm on skis. <laughs> we'll we'll stop terrorism yet. Go Joe! <laughs> None of us are Joe, sir. It's a it's a metaphor. Does Joe stand for something? Uh, Jolly jingoistic. old. Oh, yeah, yours is better. Official. <laughs> everybody. Oh wow! <laughs> everybody, everybody, do something different. Yeah, great. Um, I just don't. GI Joe is in the future where like just the entire population of America is mobilized, <laughs> but like. Oh, you mean like an alternate future where the South won the Civil War <laughs> and it's just hillbillies hillbillying <laughs> all over the place? But now with laser guns and like some of them are ninjas for some reason? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you swim underwater for a, a reason. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which guy was that? I don't know. The guy who swims? He's uh, Deep Six. <sighs> That's right. 
Yeah. I, I don't have I don't have a lot of memories of how GI Joe worked. There was a guy that swam underwater. He actually had a like boat that underwater, but it was only big enough for him, and he had to lay down on his stomach and look up and forward the entire. So time. it was like a submarine ski do. Yeah, it was like a yeah, it was like a submarine jet ski, and like the hatch just blew off periodically and would launch him Sorry, out. I didn't mean to be. Uh... Yeah, don't. <laughs> Don't, like brand specific. Yeah. Don't brand these things. Uh, the hatch would like shoot off periodically and he'd shoot out into like the depths of the ocean because he wore like a huge futuristic diving suit at all times even while he was in the thing. Oh. Um, Great. Yeah. It was, uh, I don't think, ever useful for them. There had to have been at least one time where it's like Cobra well, I mean, Command has an underwater base. Oh, they had lots of underwater bases, but then they'd just get like, you know, a G.I. Joe submarine and launch a... Oh expeditionary force to all do something different and then somehow end up with a good result. <laughs> right. Like that's the th- that's the problem with GI Joe is if my memory serves and maybe it doesn't. It wasn't like all of their separate specialties were like, you know what? The only thing that will help us accomplish this mission is a karate expert. Uh-huh. To do a karate thing for a reason, <laughs> a guy with a dog and the dog will also be integral, and one of two women that don't really have any special skills. <laughs> like, there was never a reason that they were all doing something different. It right. was, they were in kind of like, just like a clean-cut road warrior world. Yeah. Like, there really wasn't a society implied <laughs> and, at any and point. And there's like one civilian. <laughs> like, other than the two kids that showed up at the end to do something foolish and get talked out of it. You know, right. It's like a post-apocalyptic thing. They have one civilian that they're trying to maintain the innocence of. Win the heart and mind. Yeah. <laughs> like, they they and Cobra are warring over the heart and mind of the one civilian who also has to clean their windows. Yeah. Because you, that you is integral. You can't, you can't talk about G.I. Joe without, without bringing up the Viper. It was so dumb! <laughs> so he's not even, uh, but, like, he wasn't even, like, a like a native-born American. Like, they had to... Yeah, he's like... They, they, they had to pull in... Yeah, uh, the one remaining civilian is Polish. <laughs> yeah. And he washes windows for a poorly regulated militia and an international terrorist organization known as COBRA. Both? Both windows? Well, I mean... He can't... Man, he... Money's someone, money. Someone needs to explain to him that, like, he... He could vote himself into presidency. Like, oh yeah, as a one-man democracy, he has so much power. That's that's a good point. Except for if he's the president, yeah. who legislates? Well, you need another dude <laughs> or a woman, but she would have no unique skills whatsoever. Well, I mean, because one there, would wear green, there would be no one to fulfill those roles. He would have to have like extraordinary emergency powers or something. Oh yeah. No, that's oh, true. but who would vote those emergency powers in? Oh, oh no. no! Yeah, you can't you can't violate the rights of no one like that. <laughs> you can't just suspend the constitution or whatever. Ooh, and then there's like, uh, but that, what judiciary is going to tell him he can't do it? Right, and then no one, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and then GI Joe and Cobra will be like, we have to stop this madman. <laughs> He's taking over. They would join forces yeah. to. I think they did join forces to stop the snake people that live in the uh, spores underground at some point in sure. time. Spores. Yeah, they had like a like snake spores. spores. Yeah, they had like spores that were gonna like from special plants that they were gonna launch into the stratosphere and they would fall on Earth and everybody would be blind and turn into snakes. <laughs> I mean, 
for reasons. Is that? I mean, I don't want that to happen. But like, you know, if you're a snake, at least, then like, even though you're blind, you can like taste the yeah, air. And yeah, stuff. absolutely. But uh, uh, roadblock, roadblock. Why are they blind? blind? Why did they make? Why did it make? I don't people know. Blind? But it made roadblock blind, and then he Dogs, had to carry, man. and then he had to carry Cobra Commander because they were on the same team, and Cobra Commander was once a man like you. Was it just like a? I was once a man. Yeah, you like also you. make this reference every time we talk about. I know. <laughs> were they just like stealing like the day of the Triffids plot? Sort of. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. Great. Have you guys now? Have you guys really not seen GI Joe the animated movie? I vaguely remember a snake man whining, but yeah, I've probably seen it, but yeah. like I don't, I don't remember any GI Joe stuff. Yeah, who gives a shit? What? How? How do you not remember any of it? It was so dumb. <laughs> I don't know. I preferred mask. That was also dumb. Yeah, what the but hell like is it mask? involved. But there was less. There was less market penetration. Mask there was less penetration into children with that. Mask was kind of like GI Joe if like they had enslaved Transformers to be their vehicle. Yeah, non sentient <laughs> Transformers. Yeah. Oh. They weren't like they, they, they lobotomized committing... the Transformers. Yes. Yeah, they weren't committing so that... robocide. <laughs> yes. I'm on board. This sounds amazing. And what was the one where they rode dinosaurs that had missiles on them? Oh, uh, yeah. I don't remember. What was that called? Dino. I think it was Dino something. Oh, yeah. For sure. I mean, it had definitely the word dino in it. Dino Quest? Dino, dino Wars? Maybe. That might I have been a Transformers. Been. Yeah, um, that was weird because that was like they were literally like hypnotizing dinosaurs into walking around with missiles on their backs. Yes, correct. They were, like, I don't know why there were dinosaurs <laughs> and missile technology yeah, at the same time. It wasn't clear. Deek. <laughs> <laughs> uh. That's how most of those ended. I don't know why there were dinosaurs with missiles on them. Deke. Right. Yep. And that gets us to our sponsor today. Uh, Coca-Cola. Oh. Oh. I was going to... Deke. Coca-Cola dick. Oh. Coke dick. Yep. That sounds fun. I don't think that's what that implies. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. uh, I mean, but what if it's like rusty? Or you need to strip old paint off of it? I don't Ooh. get the gunk off of it. I have a, wait, can I? Can we just jump back to something? I have a follow-up question <laughs> sure. that I just thought of. <laughs> so in the G.I. Joe movie where they bang and die, it's still laser guns, but now we watch like lasers like burn holes also, through people's bodies. Also, is it called G.I. Joe bang and die? <laughs> I mean, it probably would have sold better if it was, yeah. but uh, no, it's gun guns. Oh, okay. That's, well. Yeah. I was hoping it would just be still be the lasers. But you just watch them like sear oh through gosh! flesh and like cut people's hands off and stuff. It's mostly cauterize the wound, so I'll only die of renal failure because both my kidneys are gone. <laughs> oh, someone was dual wielding. Yeah, well, probably. it was a big laser. Like it was like one of those tank lasers. It was probably the character dual wield or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah, but wait, are. like if if it's a big enough blast to like get both kidneys, wouldn't it also get your spinal column and like stomach and stuff? Yeah, man. No, it kind of cut across the back. Oh, oh you're getting, getting okay. sliced. Yeah. It still feels like it would get some spine in there. Oh, yeah. You'd be leaking fluid like crazy. I mean, your kidney, it depends on how you're bent. <laughs> That's true. Like, if you were doing, like, a sweet flip because you're one of the ninja characters, uh-huh. it might, you know. <laughs> yeah. You, you like, just twisted so that both your kidneys got into the shot you, at different times? Yeah, yeah. Were you currently engaged in hand-to-hand combat with the character Dude Bender when you <laughs> when you got shot by the laser? Yeah. And so drawn by Rob Liefeld. Oh, huh? there was... Oh, that, that was... 
he had a different word in front of Bender, though. Mindbender. That's right. There was one named Professor Mindbender. Ooh. Or maybe Dr. Mindbender. I can't remember. Sure. He was a villain. He bent minds. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would imagine. But he was a doctor. He was also vaguely Russianish. Sure. Maybe yeah, they, not? I think they made the point that he was a science-loving Cossack or something like that. Was he like just that? supposed to be Rasputin? Ooh. Yeah, like but a, he was bald. Like a hidden Rasputin? He was bald and had, like, a waxed mustache. Oh. Well, maybe it's just been a while. And, like, wore, like, <laughs> leopard pelts around for some reason. So it was Craven the Hunter's model. Yeah, that's right. But they <laughs> just right. are like, we don't own the rights to that character, so <laughs> he's a psychic. I think he used, uh, I think he used machines to bend minds. Oh, like dinosaur helmets, basically? Yeah, like dinosaur <laughs> helmets. Dino? Would, so wait, could, Max? Could you see? He was basically just using people as hostages. Then, like, it wasn't like, or did he? Were they like tiny machines that like you couldn't see, so he could send people in to like? No, they, there was only one time that they mentioned it that he did it, and oh. that was like that I recall. And that was like, what did he spend the rest of his time so doing? He'd he only just, ever bend one mind, but the reputation he, stuck. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they ever look, showed him bending a look, mind. Look, Doctor Mindbender, if we're gonna keep calling you this, you're gonna have to bend at least one mind. <laughs> it's like we have quotas to meet here. <laughs> like, I don't think you ever saw him bend minds. Yeah. He just kind of like was around as like an advisor. Yeah. If you wanted to bend a mind, this is what I would do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I'm like, not saying you have to, <laughs> but if you were going to, <laughs> I don't know why he's no longer Russian. But. Yeah, he's like a Yiddish clown at this point in time. <laughs> oh, that would be a terrifying Dr. Mindbender. Yeah, I would. He's like Zappos Marks or whatever. <laughs> Zappos Marks. Yeah, like the Marx brother you can send back if he's not a great fit for your movie. Sure. For free. Are we done? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, how are we going to stop G.I. Joe? I could bend a couple of minds a little. <laughs> Shut up, Dr. Mind. <laughs> but can you? We... Uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I can't bend mine. <laughs> I love that idea of he's just hanging out. And, like, that's why they came around, because, like, he maybe could bend minds, and it seems like a good skill to have. He just hangs, <laughs> but, he just hangs around shooting seltzer into people's face, eating brisket, and, like, claiming he could bend minds. Destro came to Cobra one time and <laughs> said, hey, you know, my dentist name is Dr. Mindbender. <laughs> you think he could bend minds? I mean, quick kick does, in fact, kick quickly. Logic checks out. Why are you named Destro? <laughs> we can't take the chance that G.I. Joe will take him under their wing. We have to hire Dr. Mindbender. Hey, so if Cobra Commander... Like, do you think this whole thing was just an allegory for eradicating snake charmers? Maybe there is, like, a Christian soldiers thing here. Oh. Because if they all just do what their name says... Uh, yeah. And he commands Cobras... Yeah. That would make him a snake charmer. Sure. I Yeah, I suppose. Or St. Patrick. Oh, good point. Mm, complicated. Take that, Catholicism. Oh. Oh, yeah. I forgot that uh, that the entirety of the G.I. Joe world just is Northern Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Oh, that's why there's no society there. Boom! Oh. Yeah! Oh. it, Ireland. G.I. Joe 3, The Troubles. Northern Ireland. <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. you can't call them Ireland. Oh, I thought... You're going to upset... 
one English person. <laughs> I don't know. With the, the it's a whole Brexit thing. They're they're just nobody knows, who knows anymore. Who knows what where the borders are going to be? That's true. Maybe maybe the rest of England like will just decide. No, no, we're Northern Ireland. <laughs> we would like to reunify, please. <laughs> and uh, see, we're still in the EU. Yeah, that actually solves it. <laughs> I love the idea. That of, would be amazing. Yeah, that'd be, <laughs> I, yeah, I would love the idea of if a giant, a large chunk of a different island was called Northern Ireland, yes. and it's to the south of it. Yeah, um, <laughs> and that's—I mean—that's a real easy way of staying in the EU. Sure, just vote, vote to move the border of Northern Ireland. Yep. Then allow reunification. Yep. Then just stay in the EU with <laughs> the Irish. You're called Irish now. Right. But well, it's a small price to pay for not being destitute all the time. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Fun. Yep. Problem solved. Boris You're Johnson welcome, England. Yeah. You're welcome for eradicating you as a country. Yeah. <laughs> well. Well, yeah. I mean, my suggestion did completely eliminate their sovereignty and identity. <laughs> but. They'd still have the queen, though. Yeah. She'd be the queen of Ireland. <laughs> Uh, it's difficult to jump out of this like amazing political uh, advisor role and yeah. go back into our normal goofy stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, we're putting out like solid do economic you, and political theory here. Do you need a transition to plugging stuff? Is that what is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, I, I actually mean, I had to look up like we're okay. So this is not releasing today. This is releasing just to put a timestamp on this. Uh-huh. This is releasing. September 4th. Okay. Yeah. Great. Um, But yeah, like, so you can, you know, you can plug stuff. Like that, you <laughs> oh, know. okay. Like your stuff that I know when all of it is. This is your transition? Oh, I was supposed to be providing it. I forgot. I was providing a transition. Uh, the, the only problem with the queen becoming the queen of Ireland mm-hmm. is that, you know, she'd have that, uh, she'd have the, the same religious difference and the conversion problems. Uh-huh. Um. Where, you know, she'd now have to not be able to get divorced yep. and have a totally unified concept of God and his son and a ghost and yeah. the devil. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah, see what I did there? I provided an amazing transition. I could maybe host a stand-up <laughs> show. <laughs> uh, Wait, is that the devil now, too? No, it's Dr. Mindbell. <laughs> okay. Um, Doctor uh, host stage man, <laughs> host stageman, host stageman. Oh, I like host stageman. I do too. It's a good name. It's a strong name. Won't be confusing at all to say or read. Uh, in September seventeenth. In September seventeenth. Within 17th. the date of September seventeenth, oh and maybe a few minutes afterwards. Oh, oh. yeah, we're Lucy Goosey in the comedy world. Yes, going past uh, midnight, Gremlins. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you don't necessarily have to feed your mogwai while you're while you're at the show. Why did you call the show "Feed Your Mogwai" at this <laughs> yeah, then, dummy? I didn't. I called it. I mean, I didn't call it anything. <laughs> A friend of the show, Andrew Sahak, the uh, genius behind the greatest comedy events of our times, the Bob Saget roast. Yes, that we <laughs> Bob Saget is. Not responded, but 
we're going to go on. He's a hard maybe. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to go on with it anyway Good. under the title, The Devil You Say. Okay. Uh, September 17th. September 17th at the Reverie, formerly the Nicolet, formerly Acadia. Where is that? Uh, on Nicolet and Franklin. Great. Formerly probably like a pharmacy for yeah. the neighborhood back in the day or something. Yeah. Yeah. That was probably true. Or like some sort of like white nationalist party headquarters. <laughs> well, I mean, like, any building could have at some point been a white nationalist party headquarters. And most of them probably were. Indeed. Man, they were... <laughs> Why do they need so many headquarters? <laughs> I mean, we do have them to thank for the uh yeah, magnificent... a real G.I. Joe situation. Yeah, yeah they really did. Well, yeah, G.I. Joe's headquarters got blown up or taken over, like, every week. Right. <laughs> I could maybe host a meeting this week. It's a Get dent- out of here, mind It's a dentist's office. Oh, I see. It's white nationalist headquarters. Yeah. <laughs> I just like saying... All right, yeah, no, I got it. Yep. Um, it's- I gotta be honest. When I... I was expecting the segue to go to, like, Galactic first. I didn't really have... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I didn't really have the devil you say queued up. I thought you pulled it on your it's phone. September- no, I was looking up when this was actually coming out uh, for your sake. In case you 17th. wanted to plug something. The show is September 17th. It's at the Reverie. It's on Nicollet and Franklin. Yeah. Andrew Sawhawk will be there. Mike Other people will be there. Mike Linden will be there. Um, I, was tr- I was trying to find the time. But in any oh. case, like, uh, it, it's going to have... 10 o'clock, sign up at 9.30. No. Wait, no. <laughs> I don't know. That, that, that could be a good time. Maggie Ferris, Jeff Fozer... Chell Bjorgen. Breaking news. Chell Bjorgen will no longer be appearing on the September 17th show due to hearing the devil might be there and getting too scarified to appear. Or scheduling conflicts. Instead, we have the hilarious Greg Coleman, who fears nothing. Rog of Meta. All will be at the devil, you say. The, what time? At 8 o'clock. God damn it. <laughs> 8 o'clock, probably. That sounds... It's at eight o'clock. That sounds like a reasonable time for a show to be. It's at eight o'clock. Are you? Do we eight have, o'clock. These are things I know. All right. Eight o'clock. The Reverend. Also, I'll be there. Oh. Yeah, Mike is co-hosting, co-hosting. with friend of the show Andrew Sox. Just like I'm always at the Glock Peace coming up, Mike. Every Thursday night at ten o'clock. Sign up at nine thirty. Left. Stop. Dan, do you have anything to plug? Maybe. <laughs> oh, Doctor Mindbender. What do you, What do you What do you have coming up? I'm gonna bend some minds. Are, Are you, though? you though? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he's now he's now a Yiddish clown and very coy about everything. <laughs> if you want to see that kind of great character work, uh, but in a depressing zombie apocalypse, ooh, will you bring Doctor oh, Mindbender God. into the? Zo- oh my God, I would I would <laughs> kill for that. I would love to do that. Uh, you can come to see The Walking Dead and Doctor Mindbender. <laughs> sure, I'll build a fence for you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Mindbender 2016. Nail this door to this uh, other door. Meh. Anyway. Uh, How are you useful in fighting in fighting creatures that are permanently brain dead, by oh, the way? That's a good point. Oh, that's a really good point. Oh, my God. He's going to have to go back to dentistry. Oh, but the apocalypse needs dentists. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You need good dental health so you can keep munching them grains. Yeah. Yeah. Keep those gums unbloodied. Chewing them sticks. Run, Rick. Run. I can't. I have a toothache. <laughs> So, what's the show that you're going to be part of? <laughs> Rick's gotten a little more gruff. Well, the apocalypse will do that to you. Yeah. Also, that is the general path that he's been following. Sure, but I feel like his voice hasn't gotten that that low yet. 
Carl. <laughs> Carl. I can okay. The Carl uh, needs me. Yeah. He's a Batman voice. Oh. Oh, I, I see. Survivors of the Undead playing. Survivors of nope. the Undead. Nope. <laughs> Take two. Survivors of the Undead playing. Yes. The improvised zombie apocalypse. Fridays at Huge Theater. Talk your mind better. It was way better. 9.30 p.m. Selling this show. Your ticket gets you into the 8 o'clock show, Creature Feature, the improvised monster movie. Uh, anyway, I'm in the zombie one this year. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it's a good time. Uh, also, <gasps> oh, also, I got Coral. 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 Come to school. Go Coral. <laughs> <laughs> Suffer like G did. Oh, God. <laughs> this is a totally different thing now. <laughs> if you understood that reference, email us. I didn't. <laughs> To explain it to Dan. How bad it's cast- still zombie-related. Howbadcast yeah. at gmail.com. Howbadcast at gmail.com. Actually, you really should learn about it so that you can bring it in to That's this amazing zombie-related improv. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, we need to end the show. Fine. Dan, finish, this, finish your plug. <laughs> you, you can also come to Huge Theater on Saturdays at 8 o'clock for Election, a show I co-directed. It's the impre- That's what it's called? Presidential. Yeah, who cares? Elections, exclamation point. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Matthew Broderick cares. Uh, this one has an exclamation point. Suck it, Matty Broad. Oh, well, yeah. I guess you showed both me and Matthew Broderick. Yeah, and whoever else was in it. Reese Witherspoon? Reese, I think. And probably, you know, people that owned the intellectual property or something like that. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Columbia Pictures. <laughs> yeah, suck it, Columbia Pictures. Uh, or come to Huge Theater <laughs> at 8 o'clock on Saturdays and enjoy. Enjoy election material. It's fun. The cast is great. We had a rehearsal yesterday. Dan described the the premise in the form to me, and it sounded enjoyable. Ooh, oh. a rare Steven Montenegro. Oh, I thought you were Dr. Mindbender for a second. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go. Go, Carl. Okay, we're done, right? Yeah. Um, on, sort of took the joy out of ending go, the show. Go, Carl. I, I I now can't I I'm trying desperately not to say the name of it <laughs> to keep the mystery alive for those that would email us having recognized the reference right on how could this show be bad damn it what terrible, what's wrong terrible yeah ending. It, it, it like terrible it, ending. I could yeah. end the show maybe you what are you gonna yeah. do I'll bend some minds will you though maybe <laughs> on how could this show be bad <laughs> oh no.